You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show, recording live in downtown Batuta. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall. Errol Parker has a scratchy throat, so he is out of the picture for seven days, as is company policy. Instead, he's being replaced by the young fellow, the K. McGrath of the Diamond Tina, Wendell Hussey. Thank you for joining us, Wendell. Thank you for having me, Clancy. Um, it's an interesting one with Errol Parker, isn't it? He hasn't been a big believer in the virus, so interesting yeah. that he's adhering to it. Hasn't been too much of a carry-on. It's getting to that point now where everyone can start to touch and feel it. You know, 100,000 cases in one day. The other day, everyone kind of knows someone who's got it. So it's kind of hard to convince yourself that it doesn't exist, which is funny because this is just about where America was leading into their election. It actually became quite real. You couldn't take a partisan approach to the virus in those final stages before uh, Donald Trump left office, Mm. even to the point where Donald Trump contracted it and had to admit that. Yeah, they had their COVID election, and it looks like we're going to have our COVID election coming up shortly. Yeah, and to, to, to discuss it, we're, we're, going to, we're going to announce it today, right here on the Batuta Advocate podcast. The federal election campaign has started. It's, yep. it's on. And to talk about that today, we're joined by the same guest we got on the show last time around to discuss the US election. He's an analyst of sorts. He's definitely a, a pundit, and uh, he's a journalist. And as of now, he is a um, high-profile Channel 9 identity. Uh, a Channel 9 <laughs> sophologist? Yeah, sophologist. The Anthony Green of Channel 9? Anthony Green of Channel 9. Or even, you could say nowadays that Anthony Green is the Charles Croucher of the ABC. <laughs> yeah. So that's what everyone you. says. That, that's, what that's what they're saying. Thank yeah, you for joining says. us today. Crouch, how are you? So nice to be back. Commiserations that, you know, people are out sick, but he shouldn't have gone to the races. No. Nah, we said that. He shouldn't. And especially weekday at the trots, like, what are we talking about? Pretty degenerate behaviour. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in his room, drinking the champagne with sparkling wine. Sparkling canned as well, <laughs> the, the new type, the canned sparkling. Delicious. Now, Crouch, there's a lot going on. Would you also agree that the Australian federal election campaign has started? Oh, yeah, it's underway, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, conceivably, the first time that the Prime Minister might call the election is probably next week. After Australia Day, now okay. a month or two ago, before Omicron became a thing, yeah. I would have said we're on. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm saying not so much. So what's the latest you can push this back to? Feasibly mid-May, okay. May 14, May 21. That's the latest. That's the latest to have both House and Senate, which is what you always do. Yeah. There is a scenario where you could push it back to I think September or October, and in fact have a Senate election first. And then a house election. I mean, that is desperate times when we start talking about this kind of shit. That would be another debacle on the hands. You know, I think that would be a real indication that things aren't going yeah. well for the Prime Minister. So I, I, May. May is the, the okay. likely time we're going to go to mm. the polls. As late as possible. Would it be that final weekend or would it be like the weekend before just to try and make it look like they aren't pushing it out and yeah. waiting for this, well, this next wave? The 7th of May, I mean, you got to, you factor in Easter. Uh, 7th of May, you get Anzac Day. Yeah. It's a nice time to be Prime Minister. Mm. Good look, optics. Good optics. On Anzac Day, he can be prime minister, play two up. You know, mm-hmm. usually it's Melbourne Cup Day and someone wins. So Anzac Day is a good time. And then I, I think probably the, the five weeks or four That's weeks. providing our diggers don't get locked indoors well, yeah. and, <laughs> and aren't allowed to march. That's actually in play. It's a good thought. Yeah, so maybe the latest weekend then. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Push it back. Let's, let's look at September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I want to kind of talk about what has changed in the last 
month. Yep. Before Christmas was an interesting one. Omicron, there was like a, there was a feeling that we're just going to put the blinds down, and because you know, the politicians definitely didn't want to think about it, but the people didn't either. We're just come on, relentless. This thing is uh, relentless. Twenty twenty two is looking the same. We didn't want to even think about it, and now we've realised what we've. We know what it is. It's affecting the vaccinated. It's not really killing people, but the percentages aren't very favourable in terms of hospitalisation. So it is very much an issue that is a political issue that has almost completely eviscerated any goodwill the government might have had heading into Christmas. Well, hot girl summer's gone. Yeah. First and it's foremost, out. the hot fact summer that we're all looking forward <laughs> yeah. to. The other thing is everything. everyone's got used to lining up now. Yeah. And you have to line up to get a test. You have to line up to get toilet paper. When was the last time you spent five hours anywhere? Exactly. (laughs) People like regularly on the Today Show, like crossed one of the reporters at 5.30 and maybe a reporter in Queensland, so it's 4.30. And, oh, there's 40 cars here. Like, 40 cars? The joint's not opening for another three hours just to get a test, just to maybe go to work? Yeah, and this town doesn't have walk-ins, so unless you own a car, you're not getting tested. Well, you hope you find someone that can let you in the car for three hours. Then we've got the the RAT shortage, yep. which which has since turned into a much greater issue, which is just a general supply yep. collapse <laughs> yeah. across Australia. And the duopoly has let us down for the first time ever. <laughs> we thought that was a foolproof system, but Coles and Woolies are out, and Bob Catter said it had happened, but they've um, they've failed us, the Australian people. He's known for a while. Hasn't yeah, he? I know, I know. You've got to go independent. But what is happening here? Is, is this like unprecedented? Is this? Does this look like we have a government who has allowed this to happen? Well, I mean, the problem is we, we the whole way through this pandemic, we haven't known really who's in charge of what, right? Mm-hmm. And the blame is getting shifted around and mm-hmm. some states will take responsibility, others won't. The rat thing is clearly an issue. I'm surprised it wasn't one that... The government's taking a pretty hard stance on it. We're not going to give that free ones. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a funny one. That yeah. not, that's a hill they want to die on. Because it only took Albanese and his government about 48 hours to decide they should yeah, be free. Well, hang on. Yeah, yeah, we can do this. First, it was it, it, they should be accessible. And everyone was like, should they be free? I wouldn't have a problem with them being free. <laughs> should they be free? Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And then eventually the next day, all of the Canva memes were across yeah. the, you know, the internet and, that, Boris, and they were calling for it. Boris Johnson's realised there's a value in free there. Yeah. The, other, the other thing that's changed, and this is a really big one, depending on who you talk to, is that the New South Wales Premier mm-hmm. has changed. Yeah. There are a lot of Labor people that were nervous yeah. three or four months ago about their seats because of how popular Gladys Berejiklian was. Yep. You speak to them today, a lot less yep. nervous. Okay. And that's got a lot to do with Omicron. It's got a lot to do with failings across the board. But they think that without Gladys Berejiklian there, that's one big force, one big yeah. uh, mm. weapon yeah. in Scott Morrison's armoury that's out. Even then, he didn't really look after that front line he had in New South Wales, which was Gladys. He didn't, from the bushfires through to the, that's the state's responsibility in yep. the pandemic, he kind of took Gladys for granted. And now he has Perrottet, who doesn't give a fuck about how he feels. Yeah, and isn't real, isn't real keen on the Prime Minister. We've seen that time and time again. And plenty of the nation still perceives him as the Prime Minister for New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, th- there's a lot of those Western, like real far Western Sydney yeah. into the mountains. A lot of those MPs are a lot happier with the situation now on the Labor side. Okay. Yeah, so this I, is it a state level or a federal no, level? No, no, federal level. Federal, federal okay. Level, they, they were worried about... I mean, the, the Premiers have been boosted, right? Yeah. Everyone knows who all the Premiers are now. That mm. wasn't the case three yeah. or six years ago. Okay. And so they have these high-profile Premiers that can become elected assets that people see as leaders mm-hmm. and all of a sudden these New South Wales MPs are looking around from Labor's side going, whoa, yeah. 
We've got Gladys Berejiklian here, who everyone likes. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's that real adherence to Gladys, and obviously yep. not everyone likes, but the yeah. majority do. Yeah, yeah, no, she she was quite a gentle kind of presence throughout that whole yep. Delta Delta wave, and and people kind of had an affinity for her from all sides of the uh, political spectrum. As we saw, even you know, even her detractors felt pretty bad for her when she totally. got rolled. Yeah, totally. So they're they're a lot happier now. Those Labor MPs about the prospects coming up. So let's talk about the uh, the branding that we're seeing off the bat. Morrison has. From, uh, I guess, the 2019 campaign, his strongest asset was that a lot of the public didn't really know who he was. And then he, he lent into the Daggy Dad, and, and the, the theory is, and it's been written about, is that he actually took ScoMo from Alba. He took that brand. The Husky Dad who loved his rugby league, mm. who uh, you know was a bit sloppier, and even the name. He, he was never really ScoMo. He wasn't called that in school. Um, and he wasn't called that before he became treasurer. So that was a branding exercise, and and he did well. And he, you know, he was seeing them like beach balls against short. Yeah, he can't really do that anymore because right now people aren't looking for a daggy dad. They're not really looking for that. And and Albanese certainly ditched it. Yeah. The other the other thing I think, to be fair to the prime minister, going in he was seen as competent as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was a very successful mm. as as immigration minister, doing mm. what he said he would do. Yeah. He had that brief stint as families minister, which didn't hurt his 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 reputation either. And then straight into treasurer. Yeah. And that's when you can hold the the budget. You know, he presented it was all there. If you can survive immigration, yeah. without being like having your entire political kind of brand destroyed, that's that's a pretty good sign. There aren't many that have. Yeah. Dutton and didn't. he wasn't coming out and saying scary things for a lot of people like Shorten was. Yeah. Whereas Albo hasn't seemed to say too much other than just this has been cooked. He's yeah. cooked this, Morrison. Yeah, yeah. This is not competent. This is what we should be doing. Yeah, very good point. And both sides tend to admit this is going to be more a referendum on the Prime Minister and the handling of the pandemic yeah. mm. than a comparison between yeah. two prospective leaders. I mean, I, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the Morrison team will try and make it that, will go head to head. You know, the other thing that I think the the PM will lean into is that family idea. Yeah. You know, if you heard uh, at the end of the press conference last week wishing his wife a happy anniversary, there'll be more of a... Early prediction. Yeah. A lot of Jenny this okay. year. And, and the girls and that family idea. And yeah. one of us, one of the family, look yeah. at the key marginal seats where they are, family, yeah. suburbs. That's what he can lean into. And that might be the pivot he takes. As opposed to the empty nest of single dad, which Albanese's offering up. But Albanese also has had a, a, a change in brand as well. He's, yeah. He's got a little bit of a Turnbull light going mm-hmm. on. I feel the chinos and the, mm. and the different glasses and then... And he actually is quite seamless in Queensland, which is interesting because he's a real inner city Sydney guy and not inner city Sydney in the, in the sense of like the detached online Twitter kind of brand. He's, He's very much a you know South Sydney boy. Yes, yeah. um, knows the local pubs. Yeah, knows all that, and has been there, has been around. He's yeah. you know he's a two GB kind of identity, talkback radio, you know. And and when we say rugby league, we mean it too. Yeah, like he, exactly. Yeah. He got the Rabbitohs yeah. back into the competition. He went toe to toe with with Murdoch before, and he's kind of maintained those relationships, which Morrison doesn't seem to have done because he he did kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, well, he you know a backroom person that came front room and and. 
took that you know mm. the marketing idea yeah. that went through and had competency and was was good in the ministerial. But you're right about Albanese. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, I'm not sure people know a lot about it. Yeah, he's sort of always been that third or fourth banana, and everyone recognised a good attack mm. dog. Yeah, you know, yeah. was was good mm. off the hip of of Rad and yeah. then uh, Gillard for a while, and even Shorten. You know, he's a pretty loyal deputy. There's yeah. a bit going on in the background, but yeah. for someone not a deputy, but someone that was in the team, he was pretty loyal. Yeah, uh, and and picked. He's, he likes fighting Tories. That yep. line he used to yep. have. But that doesn't mean much to people. Yeah. Like fighting Tories is a, is a purely political idea. Yeah, yeah. What he's trying to do now is mean things to people. Yeah. Do you think this has been like a 20-year plan for Albanese oh. to do, wait it out? Or has this just landed in his lap? I think they landed in the lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think he would have liked it when, when he went toe-to-toe with Shorten yeah. after the, the end of the Rudd-Gillard-Rudd years. Yeah. That was when it was good time. But he's there. Yeah. He's got the experience. You know, he's got the, a pretty loyal and, and, mm. and similar team around him still. And... You know, you can unite a pretty young front bench that looks pretty talented at the moment mm-hmm. and a lot of up-and-comers there. So it's, it's a good side to take in. Yeah. However, he hasn't been tested at that top level, which yeah. is the election. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where, where Scott Morrison is is proven. The, you'd think that the media would be trying to land punches by now mm-hmm. on, on Albanese. That's one thing I would say because they're certainly doing it to Morrison. Morrison's he's in the ringer every day and, he, and he's... He's become a bit too familiar with the 24-hour news cycle where he can't really keep up with his own kind of narratives that he's putting forward. I mean, yeah. I would say Djokovic is an example of that. Everyone kind of saw that as him as a bit of a dead cat on the table and it's kind of come back. It's it's a Macron all over again. It's come back to bite him and it might actually blow up at the Australian yeah. Open with a microphone in Novak's <laughs> hands. It could easily and become world news. Uh, he thought when, it was... When, no, when Novak wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's world news already. That's, yeah. yeah. But it's also searching for that. He's searching for something, right? Yeah. He's searching for his attack line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very much what Howard used to do, right? Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be back at this stage and be behind and we'd be thinking, oh, Simon Crean, he's going to yeah. be Prime Minister or Kim Beasley again or yeah. Mark and Latham yeah, yeah, might yeah. be Prime Minister and Howard would always find his way. He'd find yeah. his issue and just hone in and be so disciplined on the message yeah. and Peter Costello was at his side again, discipline, discipline, yeah. was all about those campaigns. Whether Morrison has the team to do that, he certainly has the discipline. Yeah, He can campaign. You know, He's yeah. a talented campaigner. Mm-hmm. He's just finding his issue at the moment. We've seen a couple of swings and misses so far. What does he attack Albo and Labor on? I don't know. Government, get government out of your life. That was one angle he was running, but it's kind of like... We kind of need them. Mm, yeah, right we, now. we want them more government, in our life. Governments in our life. They also yeah. haven't been in government for 10 years. Yeah, That's yeah. the other weird part. Like, it's hard to keep attacking an opposition when they haven't had that. You know, it was, yeah. it was six pretty chaotic years under. I guess taxes, yeah. um, mm. and that's one of the reasons I think we will be going in May. I've spoken to a couple of ministers in the last week, and they both said, you know, the PM wants a budget. Yep, makes sense. And that's at the end of March, is uh, it? Yeah, early March. I yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. So you, you you take the budget, and then you can you can launch your campaign from there. Sweetness. So, the yeah. first budget with no tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget the deficit. It's fine. Um, so, what do you think will? I mean. Morrison hasn't found an opening on Labor to land just yet, but you would have thought that they would be there'd be talk of retiree taxes and that kind of yeah. shit. Like it had already, it had already heated up from shorten this far out. Do you think Albanese has some allies across the board? Like he he always kept pretty tidy, even with the opposition. Yeah, like he always kept pretty. Good relationships yeah. in like yeah. pivotal Turnbull MPs and him were good mates. We people like that. him. Yeah, 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 he's very likable. Mm-hmm. And pe- yeah. People in politics have been there so long too. Yeah. So he's seen them from when they were were yeah. backbenchers. And, yeah. and perhaps when he was the, the infrastructure minister, uh, he would talk to them and would be happy to reach out to both. Yeah. So that's where he's got that, that goodwill. I, I think the best allies that 
he's going to have uh, the premiers. Yeah. Mark McGowan, Anastasia Palaszczuk, yeah. to an extent, Dan Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Like these are, you know, particularly those first two, yeah. are huge kingmakers mm. in the biggest states or yeah. the most important states come this election. Tribalism will pay s- such a big part in yeah. this election, won't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. With the closed borders. Yeah. Firing up the crudes, the crudes, people living in a cave yeah. over in Western Australia. So, some, there's been some pretty emotive language thrown around yeah. um, against the premiers by the prime minister. That brings us to the next point: seats to watch. What are you? What are you kind of looking at here? I mean, obviously Queensland as a whole, seeing a lot of candidates Labor's putting forward in central Queensland that kind of hark back to the old days of Labor yeah. with a lot of goatees, a lot of, you know, a yeah. lot of kind of... Uh, They're not going to lose that Adani election twice, <laughs> are they? <laughs> a lot of male pattern baldness going on down there. <laughs> no Greens caravans up no, to... Uh, no, no. Bob Brown will not be allowed to cross <laughs> And they can't... They've been, that's one thing they've been trying to land is Labor, more like secret Greens. It's like, I don't actually think you can do that when you've got names like Russell Robertson yeah. and shit like that kind of um, being thrown around up there. CFMEU members, like exactly. out and proud card-carrying union exactly. officials. Well, I think that that's where they, they saw all those votes go to One Nation last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that wasn't just in Queensland. It drifted into the Hunter as well as a couple of seats there we'll get to later on. But that's certainly something they've negated. It's pretty smart yeah. by Labor to get rid of that. Yeah. Get Anastasia Palaszczuk out there, you know, She's had a big election win since the yep. last federal election. That's kind of working. And there's a couple of seats up there, two or three in particular, that is really for taking, you know, I know that Labor guys love the idea of winning Flynn. Yeah. That's the local mayor that's, you know, he's a good candidate. Yep. Um, the local mayor that's a good candidate up there. The other one, Longman, which is why Roy's old seat, yep. just that it hasn't, that's one that flips back and yeah. forth a bit. There's talk of Leichhardt in the far north. Yeah, Warren. Yeah, Warren Ange. He's a, he's a good local member, though. Yeah. Like, that would be a hard, a hard seat but to take. He, he's never announced whether he's running again or he's not. He's kind of at retirement age. There's a few of those around. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I mean, that's all in the tourist style, right? Yeah, They've yeah. been locked out. So whether the PM can try and play that off against Anastasia, because it's mm-hmm. her, Anastasia Palaszczuk, because it's her, her electorates and the Premier's got the border clock. I don't know. But yeah. um, Queensland is one that always goes. It's how Rudd won. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's how, it's in many ways how, how uh, Scott Morrison won last time. Yeah. He won Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said that on his speech. He said, yeah. how good's Queensland? And he meant it. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, those those central Queensland ones are interesting. The the Bundy, Mackay, Rocky traditionally have, have decided elections. Like yeah. the rural labour kind of exists there. And Kevin brought it all back. It's... Queensland means a lot more to them than than you know pundits down south will will think. Yeah, and with Anastasia, I mean Anastasia flipped all those seats on a state level, so it will be it'll be it'll be interesting to watch there. And what happened in that election? Remember we spoke about the Queensland election. The One Nation vote collapsed yeah. and went back to Labor. Yeah, it didn't go back to the right like it, everyone kind of thought. It and would. everyone thinks it comes yeah. from the right. It yep. bleeds from the left. Yeah, it bleeds from the Labor movement. The Labor. I think it's coal miners. Yeah, people yeah. worried about jobs. Yeah, you know, jobs are really important yeah. to people, and that might be the. That might be the PM's election pitch, you know, the old yeah. jobs and growth of the Turnbull yeah. 2016 days. But yeah, yeah. jobs are important. I mean, it's an interesting angle that Labor's running on that one too because they are bringing coal miners on board. And that, that that's a conversation that, uh, you know, people have said over the years when, when Labor lost their way under Shorten on this issue is that you actually – some people were saying this and they weren't really being listened to at the time, but you do need to bring – these industries, carbon-exposed industries with you on this journey if you even are thinking about transition into renewables yep. or whatever because what we'll end up seeing, and this is what people will vote because they're nervous about, they'll vote on this issue, is 
the taxis and Uber. You yeah. know, I mean, we said no, no one consulted a cab driver on what exactly. they thought about Uber and, yeah. and how that was going to affect them. And we ended up with a very complicated setup where System now it just doesn't work. Yeah, every dollar from every fare goes to a taxi driver or something like that. Yeah. It, it was just messy, and it was. It was pitched as innovation and the, <laughs> and the future, and it just fucked over an entire workforce. So, yeah. labor, it, it is a smart idea to bring coal miners on board to have these conversations because, you know, and we've seen it with JobKeeper. There, there are ways to, uh, you know, furlough a workforce or parlay Keep one. Them on board. Yeah. Jeez, it costs a lot, though. Um, <laughs> and we can't afford rats. So, <laughs> um, the other one, I mean, you saw where Abbo was last week. He was up, you know, yeah. mm. Albanese's up there with, with, Jim Chalmers, who's yep. all of a sudden becoming the, the front man for Labor and is landing some punches. Yeah. So his lines are sharp. Yep. Like he's become the guy. So we may end up seeing, you know, Jim Chalmers and Josh Frydenberg, probably two of the better performers of both parties going head to head a bit as yeah. the, the treasurer and shadow treasurer. And Albo's made sure, or whether he's made sure, but he's been pretty good at staying off the papers down in Sydney about what he's been doing in Queensland, yeah. visiting all the coal mines, Good stopping point. into these towns. He's made his presence felt there, but... It hasn't really not like shortened like the the two face saying one thing in Melbourne yes. and another thing yeah, in Macaulay. Yeah. I wonder if the threat's a bit less from the Greens this time around too. The, yeah. the election stakes feel bigger. Yeah, uh, I guess the world events have been bigger in the yeah. last three years. You yeah. know, all of a sudden we've had the the bushfires, the pandemic. Yeah, you know the the economic management of the pandemic, mm. which would be a strength for the Morrison yeah. government. They got everyone through, kept everyone jobs. But it now- was one. <laughs> it was one until they tried to distance themselves from their own goodwill. Like it. it yeah, I mean, that's- to the point now where they're making people pay for. Our- uh, you know, RATs. It's that's a long leap from JobKeeper to buy your own tests. And in, in terms of cost, yeah, I mean it's chalk and cheese, right? <laughs> okay. But they they will play on that again. Jobs, you get yeah, the business mm. of jobs, and so that's where everything feels a bit bigger. Yeah. So that that tendency to vote third party would be diminished, I would yeah. think. What if, so yes. one nation should take a hit than you would imagine in places like Queensland? You would think so, but then I'm not sure how, how much that one nation message is, is hitting home if people have just had mm. rats of both parties. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's the option. I mean, Clive Palmer certainly the, thinks there must be some The some anti-vax vote, yeah. yeah. The gutful vote. Exactly, yeah. They've <laughs> had a gutful, gutful of They're us. liars. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll teach them. Yeah, yeah. Freedom, freedom, freedom. That's a big one that's been thrown around, and, and it's actually one that both the major parties are distancing themselves from the term freedom because it means something completely it's different totally in this day different and age. Now. Yeah. So that's Queensland's obviously big. Mm-hmm. Um, Tassie, three really interesting seats in Tassie. Okay. It, it bounces back and forth a bit. Bass and Braddon are the two at the north, like yeah. one northwest, one northeast. They tend to tick-tock mm-hmm. a lot. I think the Libs hold both of them now. They're defending mm-hmm. the smaller electorates. Uh, one of the margins is 600. One of them is a bit safer. Uh, yep. And then there's a Labor seat in the middle of those two that the the libs are pretty keen on. I think mm-hmm. they've got a they think they can get after the the member there. It's a set of lions. Yep. Um, mm. which the libs won back in twenty thirteen in the Abbott slide. They can yeah. get that back. So yeah. weirdly we start looking to Tassie. Yeah, um, as the libs like last kind of Yeah, and, uh, and a couple of decent more, more Libs most promising kind of patch. Yeah. yeah, a couple of decent candidates there too. That Bridget Archer is one of the Liberal candidates. I think she's in Bass. Yep. She was the one that crossed the floor on ICAC, yep. on the federal ICAC. Yeah, so yeah, she was yeah. making a bit of a name for herself locally. Yep. Okay. A bit, bit, a bit going a bit She's got a bit of Jackie in her. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. And sees where the votes are there yeah. too. So yeah. what, what about WA? This is almost something we can't predict. Yep. Like, you know, in December, everyone was laughing at McGowan saying he's going to have to walk himself off this tightrope. Uh-huh. Everyone's got plans to open up. He does not. Christmas is ruined. He couldn't give a fuck. And now he's been 30 cases. He's been vindicated <laughs> by the fact that there's only now 30 cases, which could turn, as we know, yeah. into 30,000 in a week but he's still 
made the effort and he's held the line and they, they appreciate that from him. Well, he was punished by only winning 53 of the 59 seats, right? Yeah. That's like, <laughs> and then, you they know. They really took it to him. That election. And one, one, one of the three uh, of the opposition held seats is now uh, under investigation for horrendous crimes. So... Uh, I think, yeah, one of three in opposition is now being investigated for child pornography Ooh, in, in WA. So that's not a good look for them on a state <laughs> hard level. Especially a minor they, party over there they put, they put up an opposition leader who's a young kid that they know is just going to get taken with a baseball bat and yeah. then he retires. And got out of there. Yeah. Yeah, Swan Pierce has luck at the three. So the three. Pierce, is, Pierce was Porter. Yeah. Okay. But they also there's also an opinion amongst the Libs that they're a better chance of winning it without Christian Porter than now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because of all the baggage that yeah yeah, yeah for sure once you know the former future prime minister yeah it looks like a clean slate if they bring someone else a little in bit there. yeah and there, but there's other seats over there beyond those that are now under threat as well and and they they wiped a seat out because yeah. of the redistribution on top of all of that you know if things aren't hard enough like Mark McGowan's become Scott Morrison's chief antagonist yeah almost they've gone toe to toe you know yeah. the PM will eventually get over there and we're to try yeah. but. The Libs... Uh, There's a big chance he won't be able to get there, though, before an election, right? Well, that's why I think yeah. another reason I think we're going in May, not... Yeah, yeah. It's hard to call an election on the 29th of, of January and not be able to go yeah, to yeah. one of the states mm. without quarantining. Yeah. But the other thing is that, you know, the Liberal, one of the best uh, campaigners that Libs had, certainly one of the best campaigners I think the country's seen in the last few generations is Julie Bishop. Yeah. Yep. West Australian, she's not there anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whether they can, you know, yeah, like politely ask her to get back on the campaign trail and whether she politely declines yeah. or, you know, that's going to be hard for them to They'll keep so. her old seat, but they won't have her, like... A star uh, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Profile, yeah. Fundraising power. Because people pay money to go and talk to, to hear her talk. Like, it's mm. that, that means things. Yeah. Who are the people to look out for in terms of um, high-profile characters in the Liberal Party now? There's not a lot. There's obviously Dutton, Morrison. Who else are we looking for? The, the, Hunt's gone. The, the talent's spreading quite kind of yeah. thin. Like. Well, this happens when you have like generational wars between yeah. two factions. You yeah. think like Labor went through it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. After after twenty thirteen, the only man standing was Swan. Really, at well, the he, end of it all. Yeah, he looked around and like Nicola Roxon or, yeah. or Steve Smith over in WA, Greg Combay here. Yeah. They're all gone. Mm. They got the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, so it's hard. Uh, look, Josh Frydenberg certainly draws a crowd still, and and, yep. and he's a good media performer, and and you know he, he works hard, mm -hmm. not not afraid to to talk. Yeah, the PM obviously is a, is a good campaigner, and I think he'll be putting himself yeah very much front and center. And he's great on optics. That's what he's great yep. on. Not so good on messaging at the back end of his first term. For example, the the Thursday press conference. 15 minutes of waffle. Yeah. Finishing strong with happy anniversary, Jenny. Yeah. But when all the world's tennis journalists were turning into... <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. up at midnight yeah. in New York. All of Eastern Europe was watching that press conference. <laughs> and uh, there was not one comment about it. And it's been deferred. And a lot like Net Zero, the tough decisions kind of get deferred. They get... You know, they're deferred until the very last minute and they try and do it in the dead of the night. Which in, a, in itself might be a decision to do that. Yeah. You know, every decision becomes a risk now and every yeah. risk becomes a decision. Yeah. And so, like, if there is no no good answer, then maybe you just hold off. And, yeah. 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 What are we thinking here with, uh, I mean, Frydenberg's, here's, here's the hypothetical for after the election. If uh, Morrison finds himself in a position where he's no longer leader of his own party, what happens who is next in the? We've mentioned Frydenberg, but he's also got his own baggage with the factions. You know, he's yep. going. He would struggle. Kuyong, Jewish man, kind of doesn't really land with a lot of these kind of power brokers in the 
uh, you know, outside of the cities within the LNP or within the coalition. Particularly up in, in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Who are we thinking? Who is their next? I mean, Porter, Dutton Porter finally gets like, his Peter, chance. Peter Dutton, yeah. I, I would think, particularly if, if, if the Liberal Party loses the the coalition loses the election, then yeah. I would imagine Peter Dutton would be a pretty a pretty devastating opposition leader. Yeah. You know, he mm. certainly can, can land a hit. Yeah. Um, throw a few. Yeah. Oh, Abbott is was he great a chance? in opposition. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Is he a chance of losing his seat potentially? Uh, that, that comes up every yeah, every yeah, three yeah. years it feels, and every three years it feels like he wins it and wins it pretty comfortably. Mm. That's another thing I think Labor are a little more focused on this time around. You know, last time it was short and it was big picture. You know, they were talking yeah. about generational mm. wipeout, given yeah, the way yeah. everything was going. I think you'll see Labor focus on really winning 76 seats. Yep. Maybe seventy eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe seventy nine. If they're lucky, you only need seventy six to win. Mm. I think the that, mortgage belt is a is a tricky one for Labor. Yeah, I think like, they, I think that's their focus. They're not going to go big yeah. and say we're going to win Kuyong or Higgins yeah. or. You know, yeah, I think we'll just that their focus would be. Yeah, that's what they're going to win, and then the same. That's what the Liberal Party have done so well. Yeah, you know they they just win. Yeah, mm. they do. And, 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 and I mean, Christopher the- Pine used to make that the joke all the time: election winning machine. Well, yeah, look back the last thirty years; it's not a bad line. Well, the but- last hundred years, Labor have won from opposition twice mm. in the last hundred, maybe even two hundred years. So. It's an interesting one, but like, who who else is in the wings? I just want to think about that carefully for for liberals because provide. If, if there's another question to ask, if they do win, the coalition wins again, we get another four years of like factional drop offs. Who is next in the wings? There's Sucker. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Michael Suka. Yeah, yeah, Suka. He would be a rising kind of talent, but still yeah. deep in the factional shit. Yeah, I think that's the same with Labor, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. The rising talent's always deep in the factional stuff, as, yeah. as it appears early. Yeah. Um, uh, Trent Zimmerman, yeah. you know, is fairly... Uh, Karen Andrews up on the, the current Home Affairs Minister. She's mm-hmm. had a meteoric rise. She's from the Gold Coast, yeah. sort of popular. Mm. You know, there, there's, there's people coming there's through. People coming I, through. I, I would say the, the generation next for, for Labor has had more publicity and more experience just because they've been in opposition. Yeah. So you kind of have to, you cut your teeth. And there's a bit of cream that's been able to rise without being cut down. So, yeah, that, that's a that's an interesting one. You, you mentioned Zimmerman there because that brings me to to the other, the other point, and it's going to be a big thing to watch this election, is the independence. Zimmerman's got a, um, I guess you'd say, a turquoise young woman coming up against him. We've got Allegra Spender in out there in Wentworth and Turnbull's old seat, you know, actually from... A big liberal family yeah. and daughter of Carlos and Party, like you know, heritage out there in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Then we've got Zoe Daniels down there in Goldstein. We've got a couple more popping up. It's it's it seems to be a formula. It's uh, yeah, I, it's it's the Zali it's the Zali DNA, right? It's coordinated. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, the Libs don't seem concerned about that at all. Okay, I mean they may have to spend a bit more time at home. I don't know whether whether you know Dave Sharma's looking at it and Wentworth. I mean he's he's. He's been there before. He's had yeah. a run against independence before. He knows yeah. that. They they seem to think this is a the two horse races in those electorates. Mm. Yeah. It's one of those things where there's a bit of profile and a bit of media attention around totally. it. But realistically, at the end yeah. of the day, people aren't voting. Well, they, in they, big they just, numbers they for them. They just seem to think. And, and you know, look at the history. Yeah. There's, there's not many independents that fight their mm. way in, particularly in cities, and particularly with that this new model of you know. Homes of court money funding. Yep. It's basically a, a third party that's coming through the ranks here. And you're right, it's New England. It's like you can't predict where an independent's going to be. Yeah. You know, Barnaby Joyce, one of the safest national seats in the country in New England, was independent for years. Yep. Catter in Kennedy. You know, you exactly. don't. You don't or Kathy McGowan. Oakshot. Kathy McGowan. <laughs> yeah. I haven't got anyone popping up in Maranoa yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Little Proud's probably pretty safe. Pop down pretty buddy quickly if they do. Little Proud will join Labor before an independent wins there. Even Peter Andron out in Calair in New South Wales, he was there for years. Like once those once those regional independents get in, they 
they yeah. tend to stay in. Yeah. Wilson Tucky, who I think had a party affiliation in Western Australia, but was so wild, he may as well have been a, yeah. an independent. There's a few of them. <laughs> mm. Once they get in, they stay in, but it's just hard. Yeah, Zali will stay. Yeah, if she gets through this one. Yeah. yeah. The, the Libs will fight pretty hard for that seat. Win back um, Warringah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just hard. Yeah. It's hard to stay in. Karen Phelps let that in Wentworth. You know, won it, got a seat, and was out the next one. Like, mm. it's, it yeah. costs so much to she have She was a in for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it just costs so much. And then, yeah. you know, State level, we're seeing yeah. it. There's quite a few of them. You yeah. know, um, here in Sydney, there's a, yeah. a pretty good local member that's doing well. But just, just hard, now, hard to win seats like that when there's there's so much. The, the media uh, reach is so big. If you're in one of those regional towns, you can be on the news every night. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. an independent, if you're in Melbourne, yep. it's pretty hard mm. to get on the news once a week. Yeah, as an sure. independent, yeah, like yeah. it's just that's what makes it, it difficult. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Tony Windsor would just walk into the Tamworth newspaper, yeah. Channel Seven, just tell well, you know them what's what, up. What yeah. Cata does, like yeah. he'll drive an hour, he'll hook up his own thing. There yeah, are some yeah. with their own, you know, uh, little satellite setups. They go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is the worst case scenario that uh, worst case scenario for the Libs is they win but lose all their brains to some independence. <laughs> they, they win but have to have to negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think either party in, in minor party. Look, that might be one of the. Well, they lose their moderates anyway. That might be one of the Liberal Party's campaign ideas too yeah. that you either get liberal majority or Labor minority yeah. in which case that's when you can pitch to the then they're going to Adam Bant or they're yeah. going mm-hmm. you know we get back to that Gillard 2010 feel mm-hmm. when it was you know, Oakshot and Catter and, yeah, and Tony Windsor every yeah. time we rolled around be exciting yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, um, we don't need another three years like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, uh, or, or just another twenty-two days. Um, uh, the, the, they had sandwiches at every meeting because yeah. Bob was hungry. But uh, like Jacinda Ardern and, and and Bill English went through with Winston over in New yeah, Zealand. yeah, yeah. Just, oh, Winston ended yeah. up being a great attack dog for yeah. Jacinda in the end. But he went fishing for a week. And we all just waited. <laughs> Now, just lastly, I want to, and this is obviously something that we can't really talk on, you know, from our own, like our own opinions don't really matter this much, but data might say something, and I'm not sure what you're seeing, but this, this the women's safety, the, you know, the primal scream at the election obviously has come into consideration in terms of picking candidates across yep. the country. The Libs know that they need to change just how they look on paper. And, and Labor's kept it at 50-50 of new candidates, uh, male-female, split. Do you think this is something they're thinking about? It should be something that everyone's thinking about. I think we can all agree that yeah. you know that women are underrepresented in yeah. the parliament. We yeah. say as three blokes sitting here talking. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> parliament of desert rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly, I think my, my feeling, gut instinct is, as has happened in every election we've seen so far, is the top issue is the top issue, and that's yeah. coronavirus, yeah. and it just wipes everything else out. Yeah. And it all becomes on how you handled, and if you did it well. What was it? What was it? Twenty nineteen negative gearing. What do you think it was? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Retiring credits. Franking credits. Yeah. Climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Jobs. Yeah. Again, yeah. like taxes. Mm-hmm. Tax was a big thing then too. And everyone was change. To- change was the issue last really time. And now change, and yeah. now actually they're looking for a bit of it. So Yeah, but look, it might be. Yeah. It might be this 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 deeply um angry, fed up yeah. coalition of, of, of women and, and some men that yeah. are, that need to see change yeah. on that issue. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the one candidate that's sort of been on the sidelines of that, but we haven't spoken about is David Pocock in, in WA. Like yeah. he sort of, uh, sorry, in ACT, he sort of gets on board with that independent, yeah. you know, sort of pro-environmental um, yeah. thing. What, what do you think? You spent a bit of time in Canberra. What, do you think he's got a shot down there? It's going to be really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Who's he got to knock off? There's only two. Yeah, Zed Sazelja is usually the second on the list. He's the, yeah. the, the coalition uh, former 
state opposition yeah. leader. Just a bit further right of Genghis Khan. He is very yeah. bright. Yeah. Um, good communicator, very keen. Young. Young. Yeah. Very bright. Okay. Um, I, I think that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Mm. High profile, maybe. Yeah. Be a hell of a thing if he did it. Yeah. Or, or in the other way, you know, knocked out the, the Labor centre with Katie Gallagher there. Yeah. Like maybe that's the, I don't know. That's hard though. Okay. But back to the issue, the women's the women's vote. Yeah, I, look, I, I I don't know that there's a lot of a lot of votes that will be changed through all that. Yep. Which is what obviously you know Labor start behind. Yep. They need to change votes. Mm-hmm. The coalition are government now, so whether that changes enough votes in the right place, we'll wait and see. Who knows? There's five months to go to. Mm. There could be something. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we, we never know. You never know yeah. what's going to be the yeah. issue next and, week. Yeah, each week there seems to be a new thing exactly, with yeah. the government. What are some of the things you think that might pop up over the next couple of months, particularly yeah. for, for both sides? Like, what is it that they might start attacking Albo on? I know I said earlier, but things that will pop up that will cause headaches for him. And are there things with the liberal side of things, liberal national side of things that are kind of foreseeable? Like the, the rat shortage, people were talking about that before it happened. Is yep. there going to be other stuff coming up over the next couple of months that it's like, that was obviously coming up? And, and you have to give answers mm. before the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. On shortages, uh, Joe Biden last week put in a bid, a, a order, for a heap of N95 and those high-quality masks. Mm. Yeah. Let's wait and see what happens with those. Yeah. If, if masks become the next big thing that you yep. need the best kind of mask because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, if that becomes another thing that we're all yeah. in line for, like, yeah. let's... Let's see what happens with that. The cute masks. Yeah, you need the, need the better masks. <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden, that bit of cloth that we've all been maybe is. I don't know. Yeah, that that's one on the short term. The budget is 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 the Liberal Party's big chance yeah. to to reset this and to hone in on a message of we're going to yeah. create jobs, we're going to lower taxes, mm. we're getting the economy back going. Mm. Bit of juice in the economy. People yeah. got money to spend. That's yeah. with all the all the house savings been there. Maybe it's house prices. Yeah. All of a sudden, mm. interest rates are going up again. Yeah, but I think that's that's the big one. If they can. Get a message on the economy and say, this is how we're creating jobs. This yep. is how we're going to get more and money. And hopefully going. we're past this thing and now we're the yep. sound economic managers. Now, here we go. We're you don't want to throw it over to Labor now. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, th- there is always the threat of China or yeah. Russia. Oh, or the, the khaki election. We haven't even yeah. spoken about that. The tanks yeah. and the submarines. I mean, that's one for another time. But is that a sign of desperation when we're talking about war? Yeah, it's a... It, it's never a good thing if you're talking about war, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's also some national security. Like yeah. You've got to focus on it. Yeah, yeah. But at these times, you know, there's always just that threat. And if yeah. Russia starts playing up in Ukraine or China come back into the field and we, I don't know. That, and, that, and that shit does, that shit, like that is how McGowan got in. Like everyone forgets yeah. that. Pauline, the Libs had backed Pauline for a, for a preference deal and Pauline made comments where she supported Putin after that plane had come down with some uh, a Perth family on it. Yeah. And they took baseball bats out on yeah. the libs over that. that. So that and the, and the anti-vax stuff before before any of this. Like yeah. the real early no jab, no play stuff for yeah. the kids. So there, there'll be something that pops up. It's yeah. Just, it, it, and it's, that's the and, other thing. And that we, we can never know. No. Because <laughs> it, it, is, it is. Who would have thought that the Orca submarine deal would turn into Macron at Glasgow? you know, lighting up Australia. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one knows what is being checked off and what is being looked after and what is being followed up on. And what's around the corner. Yeah. And and Labor don't need to worry about that right now. Like, Labor no. don't need to worry about the fine print for the, whatever they're saying. They can just say free rats. Mm. <laughs> Competency. <laughs> but then also, yeah, the, the Libs have proven in the past they're good at jumping on those things. Yeah, yeah. Taking advantage of opportunities. Mm. As I said, John Howard was the master of it. And, yep. and John Howard has a keen ear of, of Scott Morrison who he listens to and- Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. 
Well, it's interesting. We won't ask you for your predictions. It's too far out. But I will uh, get your phone number and message you leading up to uh, after it gets announced, just to put on some bets. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Sweet. We'll, we'll talk. Individual we'll talk. Seat niche seats. Yes, yeah, please. We'll talk about the right. One that might go to the green. Really sad on television if it goes badly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Charles Croucher. Anytime. Get Thank better you. soon. <laughs>